A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Bradley Seip is the co-founder of LifeLoom, the world's first FDA-cleared frictionless sheets and pillowcases. What does that mean? What is frictionless? Who is Brad? The Dos Marcos Show begins in 60 seconds. Driven entrepreneurs, listen up. It's time to team up with Nationwide Marketing Group, North America's most successful network of independent retailers. You'll gain access to programs and services that level the playing field between you and the national chains. Industry-leading digital marketing, increased buying power, exclusive networking events, and, of course, their awesome learning platform. Nationwide Marketing Group is the business partner that helps you get results and stay ahead of the competition. Take the first step today and visit nationwidegroup.org. Do you want more sales in three easy clicks? Yeah. It starts right now at doorcounts.com. With a completely redesigned user interface, gathering data has never been easier. Click number one, your salespeople connect with the customer as they walk through the door. Click two is the outcome. Click three, key performance metrics right there on your phone from anywhere at any time. Now your salespeople can spend their time selling and DoorCounts is going to gather the data you need to make your business better. Start right now at DoorCounts.com. Welcome to the Dos Marco Show with Mark Kinsley and Mark Quinn, where mattress and furniture leaders gather to grow, get the inside scoop, tell stories, and take tequila shots. The galaxy's greatest mattress podcast has liftoff in three, two, one. Is this your first podcast ever, Brad? Number one, first of all time. first podcast i'm very nervous but uh you know i'm ready I'm excited. hey you know so if you're in a mark sandwich right now uh you know that a sandwich is actually named after what's in the middle so unless you get pumpernickel on rye then the rye gets a little bit of a nod for being just such a unique bread i guess so you're you're in the middle of the mark sandwich but now since you are in the middle it's a brad sandwich and we can't wait to just enjoy this meal together. Let's break some bread. We want to know. I love sandwiches. It's my favorite food. Some people say pizza or hamburgers. Mine are sandwiches. Okay, you love sandwiches. What's your favorite it's sandwich? Do you have a, a go-to sandwich? It's so many. Meatball subs, steak and cheese, Italian. You know, I am Italian. Uh, you know, club sandwich. Love me some bacon, right? Uh, BLT. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So during so, like but, all the COVID shutdown stuff, you know, I'm at home a lot. I'm not traveling. And I went for the hot sandwich almost every day. You know, I'm, yeah. I've got the broiler on. I've got Parmesan cheese. I've got oil on the bread. I'm doing it in layers. I'm just a hot sandwich fiend. But, don't you guys think yeah. that when you eat a sandwich at someone else's house, like if I make a sandwich at my house, it's one thing. But when I go to Kinsley's house and Tara like hooks up the sandwich and she's got all this stuff going on and toast the bread. Like it's different. Like it's a way better sandwich that I can ever make. Is that, it's like a little kid. That was true. Do you guys feel that's true for you? I mean, my wife really puts a lot of time and effort into her sandwiches. Whereas me, I'm like, ah, bread, cheese, you know, maybe some, uh, you know, different kinds of meat, uh, Dijon, I'm good to go. But taking the time to do the oil and the salt and pepper and the lettuce and the tomato jalapenos, if you got them, I mean, that's a real sandwich. But, uh, yeah, my sandwiches are pretty basic because, uh, you know, I just I'm hungry. 
When it's sandwich time, I'm hungry. You're going for as fast as possible, inject some food into my body. Absolutely, 100%. I might not even cut it. Just right. I think we need to turn the corner because Brad's first experience on a podcast should eventually be about more than the sandwich thing, I think. I mean, he's, I like where this is going. I do too. He's got a lot to talk about, though. Brad, you are the chief operating officer of LifeLoom. You got to tell us what's LifeLoom and what in the world got you into it. Well, taking the sandwich, uh, the symbolic sandwich, a uh, start to this conversation, I'm trying to think of a sandwich analogy. No, I can't think of one. So let's just get into LifeLoom. So. Uh, great to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. I did wear my uh, sort of Adios Rochachos nice. shirt in, in honor of uh, Chris Marcos. And a name tag. tag. I like wow, that. Wow, look at that. Really, really cool. Uh, so LifeLoom is the world's first FDA-cleared uh, betting um, in the industry. It actually is technically a medical device. It has a 510K certification from FDA. And, um, you know, we're really excited about LifeLoom. Uh, we've worked really hard to get to this point across the board. And, you know, at its core, LifeLoom is a solution to a problem, actually many problems. Um, so many of us uh, struggle with sleep, um, seek all types of solutions for better sleep. But we also have various uh, conditions that affect our sleep uh, or can be inflamed or made worse during sleep. And so conditions like uh, eczema, psoriasis, uh, bed sores, uh, acne, uh, a variety of, of different skin conditions that um, people have a lot of challenges um, solving. LifeLoom is intended to help people during sleep uh, address those issues um, through a variety of different characteristics and, and qualities, um, as well as promote better sleep through cooling, uh, frictionless sleep, if you will, all things I hope we get to talk about. But at our core, um, we are a uh, medical betting company, and the brand is really about improving sleep, improving people's lives, and uh, doing it um, in a way that is non-intrusive, right? There's not a lot of thinking that needs to go into it. It really is, hey, uh, you know, sleep on our sheets, and um, you will feel better. You will look better, and um, that's what it's all about. Brad, I love coming across products and people uh, that are able to tell those stories because so often in our industry, people for years and years have danced around medical claims. They haven't been able to make those medical claims, uh, with confidence because they weren't accurate and they were, uh, you know, you know, something that hadn't been tested. There were no clinicals behind it. So when I looked at LifeLoom, I thought this is a truly differentiated product with, uh, mountains of product development and time, effort, and attention going into the clinical trials. So somebody on the front lines, whether it's the brand or a retail salesperson, can with confidence say, this is proven, clinically proven, to solve these sleep problems. That is a game-changing concept in this industry. How did you achieve that? Because I know others in our space have tried to go after medical claims and FDA clearance, and it just hasn't happened. What went into that? Yeah, and we can't take all the credit. We're very fortunate to be partnered with a company called Precision Fabrics Group uh, on the East Coast. They're a U.S.-based company, been around for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, between them and us, uh, we worked really hard to find a better way to message all of the benefits of LifeLoom and the technology inside, which we call dermatherapy. And so you can kind of think of dermatherapy as sort of the intel inside uh, when it comes to LifeLoom and what makes it special. But we're talking about 
a capability, a technology, a proprietary weave, a proprietary treatment that has been 20 years in the making. This didn't happen overnight. We're talking about countless iterations of the product and millions of dollars, quite frankly, to get through clinicals, to get the FDA clearance and the 510K medical device certification. And when we talk about clinicals, we're not talking about a few hundred people here. That's not how it works. We're talking about tens of thousands of people going through a variety of different trials across different conditions that affect over 40, 50 million people here in the U.S., just in psoriasis and eczema alone. So a lot of time, a lot of effort, eight different patents around dermatherapy and life loom. So uh, it, it, it's no small feat. And so for us, we couldn't be prouder of what we stand for, what we're sitting on. And it's, it's, it's about time, right? It's about time that we have something that is FDA cleared and proven to help almost all of us, right? There isn't, there isn't just one condition, one solution here. There are multiple conditions that people suffer from that LifeLoom can address. And the clinicals and the, and the clearance and certification back it up. So let's talk about the technical side of things just for any mattress or textile geeks out there that want to know, okay, how did you actually achieve something that feels frictionless against the skin and truly does reduce the effects of psoriasis, eczema, acne, bed sores, all those different things. And I, I was looking over your literature and the information that, that you sent out and it's continuous filament fibers woven on patented machinery so tight that it has no um, extrusions beyond the planar surface. So a lot of times whenever you, you know, you weave together like a woven product that's cotton, you kind of have long staple fibers, you have fibers that, you know, very gently, you can't really see it or feel it um, to the naked eye or touch, but they're extruding beyond the planar surface. And so that's creating irritation against your skin. And so the way that the continuous filament fibers are put together, you don't have a bunch of little tangles sticking off the top. It's never going to feel, feel like a little cuckaburr against your skin. And it creates those conditions that allow somebody to experience better sleep with much less irritation. Did, did I capture that? What did we miss there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm going to call you Dr. Mark. I mean, that was very scientific. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's so much information that we've made available um, to our customers, to the public, to understand better the science behind everything. At the end of the day, though, you can kind of boil it down into kind of two main parts. One is frictionless. Um, so we call it a frictionless sleep system. And that's more along the lines of what you were talking about, Mark, which is, you know, because of the weave, because of the proprietary nature of the product, there is no, it is very slick, it's very smooth, right? And so we kind of have a saying, you know, thread counts don't count when it comes to the uh, benefits of LifeLoom and really what it does for you. And so the abrasive nature of cotton, just as an example, I mean, think of raw cotton, right? And we've all, we're wearing it today, right? It's great, you can definitely smooth it out as much as possible, but it's very abrasive by nature. And so there are these tiny little micro hooks, if you will, uh, that will hook on your skin and cause irritation, especially if you already have a skin condition that is going on. So that's the last thing that you want because that opens you up for bacteria. It opens you up for more uh, uh, inflammation, if you will. The other big aspect of life loom and dermatherapy is the wicking nature of the product. So it wicks away moisture, which can then more easily evaporate. And moisture is the other bad component or ingredient, if you will, when it comes to inflammation bacteria, things like that. So it's very antimicrobial, it's very slick, it's very dry. 
wicks away moisture. And so that's what makes Brett, it. I want to talk about the, the frictionless part of that because you guys were at market, you were in England or space and it blew me away. Like, so you, you had two planks on an incline mm-hmm. and one of the planks had a sheet. What was the, the construct of that sheet that wasn't a life limb sheet? What was that made of? Yes, yeah, so we had two. We had a high thread count sheet and we also had a microfiber okay. sheet. But when, when you touch those, incredibly smooth. Like you, you run your hand over and it felt great. But then when you compare it to LifeLoom and, and then the hand of LifeLoom, it's a, a di- way different thing. So then on the incline, you took a, a, a piece of wood and you wrapped it in the, the fabric, the sheet that was on the ramp of the first you know example, the microfiber. And then you did the same th- thing with LifeLoom, and you put the the plank of wood on the on the decline. I'm thinking like, uh, what was those the the it, the indie box cars? I did them when I was a kid. The Pinewood Derby, yes, I never won. It really yeah. pissed me off. Pinewood Derby, you have the plank, and it wouldn't go anywhere. You put the plank on the thing, and it just stopped, or it, like literally no traction at all. But then on the LifeLoom side, you put that pl- that piece of wood on, and it and it zoomed down the ramp. The demonstration was. There's no friction to that, right? So very demonstrable. And, and I've, I've always heard people say, tell me, I'll listen, show me, I'll watch, involve me, I'll buy. I could see a consumer putting that plank on and seeing that thing zoom down the ramp. Anytime you can demonstrate a product to prove out one of the benefits of the product, I think that is so huge. Is is What was the reaction you got from that at market? And, and how important is that part of the story in terms of the real value for the life loom? betting yeah we had some fun with that demo and you know we've kind of got big big ideas and visions for that in retail and elsewhere um but you know really it started with you know introducing people to just the feeling right like feel life loom and feel these other materials they feel very similar right you kind of it's hard to tell the difference but then when you would put life loom the life loom block if you will and the life loom plank and then uh you know microfiber and cotton you would see the difference you'd see life loom fly right down and the other ones would just stick you had to continue to move the plank up in order for it to go down. And so it really was that aha moment, I think, for a lot of people understanding that, wow, this really this really matters, right? This really means something. And, you know, it's hard to tell what wakes us up in the middle of the night, but there's all types of studies that were, were woken up, tens, dozens, all types of, uh, you know, 50 times a night, all types of things. A lot of that time, uh, those times, it's from tugging. In my case, it's my kids jumping in my bed. I have too many, but um, you know, it really is the sheets tugging at you. And so if you can just experience less tugging and being woken up less, and then also then apply that to, hey, I have a condition, right? That is being irritated while I'm tossing and turning, while I can't move. The one reason that dermatherapy and lifelong came to exist is because our partner, PFG, their core business is supplying into healthcare. And a lot of times sheets in a hospital, right? People forget they, they need to be slick, not only to be antimicrobial and to wick away moisture, but also to move patients. You need to be able to move patients out of the bed. And so that is another uh, interesting attribute that a lot of people don't think of when we talk about frictionless sleep. But I'll tell you what, if uh, we're not gonna be the biggest bedding company in the world, we're definitely gonna be the biggest slip and slide company <laughs> in the world. Because if you just put these on your yard, your yard or you, you don't even need water, you just, Fly right. Okay, down. so one one other thing that you mentioned the wicking nature of the sheet. I so you were kind enough to send Kinsley and I both samples of Life Loom. Really crazy, different experience for me. Loved it. 
I love my pillowcase because I've got that LifeLoom pillowcase. And, you know, we always say the cool side of the pillow, right? What is it about LifeLoom? Because my pillow is always cool. And it's a big narrative in our industry, Brad, where everyone's trying to outcool everyone else. The mattresses are cooler than everything else. They, but LifeLoom is legit and it's cool. Talk about that a little bit because everyone listening to this, I think this is incredibly relevant for your consumer. Yeah. So, you know, we try not to focus on cooling too much simply because there's a lot of noise out there, right? Everyone's talking about it. And so it's so hard to differentiate yourself. You really have to try it to understand it. But that same wicking nature of wicking away moisture, it's the same as wicking, wicking away heat, right? It's distributing heat across the weave. And so that's why it feels cool. You also have the slickness of it. So your head may be moving, but you don't even realize it. So, uh, it, you know, you guys are a couple hotheads, right? So if, if the heat is, you know, being moved around, not only from the sheets themselves, but by your head moving uh, easier as well, you get that cooling uh, uh, feeling. But most people that we talk to, they, they, it is a unbelievably surprising byproduct of why they purchase the product. You know, usually it starts with a pretty significant problem. These are serious problems that many, many people uh, have, but then they get the cooling aspect of it, I sleep hot, and that, that is just this unbelievable byproduct. It's almost like icing on the cake when it comes to uh, the reasons, the main reasons to buy these products. But if you just bought it for cooling, uh, you're going to be in really good shape. And, really yeah, and I look at cooling, just we talk about topical applications and all the different gels and infusions. But in its simplest form, if you reduce friction, you reduce heat. And then, like you said, from a heat and moisture wicking standpoint, you know, just by virtue of having those continuous filaments, super long fibers, the heat is going to continue traveling down those little bitty highways until it dissipates into the air. That's all heat's doing whenever you're trying to get rid of it. It has to find a place where it can touch the air and dissipate. And if you have like little strand fibers, then they're going to run into roadblocks and dead ends. The sidewalk ran out and that, and, and that heat has no place to continue to travel so that it can dissipate. So I love it whenever we come across natural solutions that actually make sense. When, when you're out talking to people, I mean, I know you guys just got launched at market. It was a, an absolute pleasure having you in the Englander space. You know, forever we've you know tried to bring in innovative ideas that give retailers something new and different to see. And they certainly saw that with LifeLoom. And I saw the reaction with the demonstration unit and these retailers' eyes lighting up. Whenever you explain the product to people and, and kind of made the elevator pitch, what was the feedback that you got from retailers or what did you learn that maybe you didn't expect? Yeah, there was a lot of feedback. So the industry is more than open to providing feedback, which is great. You know, I love that. And, you know, anytime you can design a product or future products with the customer requirements in mind, that's a win, right? I mean, a lot of times I think brands kind of guess at what the consumers want. Of course, there's all types of research and things that you can do, but to get the direct feedback is the most important. And that was the main reason why we were there. Um, we had feedback across the board. Uh, a lot of folks, um, seasoned veterans in the industry said, you know what, I think you have a beauty brand here, right? This is really good uh, for a variety of different conditions, including wrinkles, uh, hair care, acne, of course, and so it was really interesting to think of ourselves as a beauty company for a second there, as opposed to kind of a medical or a healthcare company. But um, that's kind of the, the whole uh, thinking behind LifeLoom as a brand and the messaging that we are uh, putting together and getting out there. 
lot of other folks were, you know, very honed in on the FDA aspect of it, the medical condition, the clinicals. Um, we knew that, but at the same time, to, to hear people come and tell their own stories, whether it was themselves that were suffering or someone that they knew. And that seems to happen every single time, whether it's my sister, like her husband, my daughter, my son. I mean, we've heard it all. And it's amazing for people to think like, the light bulb goes off. This might not be for me. That's okay. But hey, you know what? This could work really well for somebody else that I know is suffering from one of these conditions. And the last but not least, you know, everyone just loved the pillowcase. Um, you know, it's just kind of like the easiest thing to, to do a test drive um, because a lot of these conditions, you know, are uh, above the neck, right? And so um, that was really good to hear that people said, hey, you know what? I, I, I saw an ad or I heard about you guys. I'm talking to you now. Um, you know, pillowcase is a great sort of skeleton key to kind of open up the rest of LifeLens assortment uh, to your everyday lives. So we heard it all. Um, I think my favorite uh, sort of conversation that I had was with someone who um, had ordered our product, uh, had used it themselves, and was just so thankful. It wasn't even, they didn't even come in to say, teach me more, I want to learn more. It was just to say thank you. Like this is something that they've been looking for for a long time and it had helped them uh, significantly. And so that was just, those types of things are invaluable. Right? Just Brad, I know you gave away a lot of pillowcases to people, retailers that stop by. Do you, do you have any left? If you have a retailer out there that really wants to experience this and is oh, considering yeah. bringing LifeLoom into their store, would you, how would they get in touch? hundred percent, hundred percent. So LifeLoom.com, right? We're, uh, our website. Uh, we're also on Amazon, but um, you know whether it's after this show or, or uh, additional shows, I'd like to be invited back. I've, I've made no uh, secret about that. Um, you know, samples are a big part of this industry, right? And so we really want people to understand that this isn't uh, something that you have to invest a, you know a ton of time and money into. We make it easy for people to have the experience. Um, and you know, I think this is you know the type of business and the type of product that really needs that word of mouth, that organic type of growth where, you know, it's kind of like that net promoter score that we're all taught over the years, you know, if we don't have a good net promoter score, then we don't have a good business and we don't have a good product. And so whatever it takes to get people uh, onto, um, you know, the LifeLoom uh, train, whether it's pillow sheets or samples, you know, we're happy to do it. I, I just want to add to what Brad just said, guys, I really encourage you to reach out to Brad to get it because I'm telling you it's a unique experience and there's not a lot of that. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors, Brad, uh, total respect to you and to your company for investing. It is incredibly expensive to go through clinical trials. So any company that has that bona fide underneath their brand promise, like that's incredibly big. And what a really cool thing to be able to put um, next to the product, right? Uh, if you're a retailer listening to this, I think you should be thinking about endless aisle, not just in store. So a very, I mean, Brad has a, I, I know based on conversations we've had, Brad, your part of your past is you're just a marketing ninja. You guys know how to optimize, you know how to sell online and you're going to give tools to people so that, you know, Mark says it all the time, problems own sleep. And so people with those problems are going to be able to find a local retailer that carries LifeLoom to solve that problem. And you said it early, 50, 60 million people. So it's massive. It's very big, the audience. And then finally, I would say, you know, Mark, you and I wrote in our book um, about deciding to do it differently. And, you know, you can create um, a, a retail store that is a place that conducts transaction 
Um, you can be a retail store that creates experience, right? So like, you know, the demonstrable nature of this life limb sheet where it zooms down the ramp, like that's super cool. And I could see kids like really getting into that and maybe even making that block bread into like a race car. That would be kind of fun. And yeah. then uh, life yeah. limb wins yeah. every time that way. Right. Um, and then, <laughs> um, so the demonstrable nature and the experience for the consumer, because I think if you're different and you're carrying stuff like life limb, you have things to talk about that aren't like what everyone else in your market has. You have cool, like, you know, things where it's a car running down. like that stuff is exactly what we talked about. You have to decide to do stuff differently. And if you do that, you will get paid or you just look like everybody else and you don't evolve and you're just a place conducting a transaction. Kinsley, follow up on that, add to what I said. I know you're thinking something. Well, I, hey, look, like you said, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. There are plenty of people who end up, you know, trying to take something to market that's a little bit half-baked or the claims are just off a little bit. It doesn't pass the sniff test or you don't have something that's demonstrable that you can make people involved with. Uh, you guys check the boxes on all of that. And, 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 and behind the scenes, Brad, I think it's really, really important. The name of the game for so many retailers these days is how are you going to help me as a product and a brand drive foot traffic into my store? And I, I think we need to put a big, bright, shining spotlight on that comment Quinn made about you guys being marketing ninjas. We've you know, had some conversations and been able to peek behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, don't be humble for a minute. You're, you're a super nice, humble guy. But brag on yourselves a little bit to talk about how uh, you can help retailers drive foot traffic in your digital marketing chops. Yeah, no, I mean, it is definitely, I think, a unique characteristic and differentiation for us as a company, as a brand, as people, you know, the founding group um, who I couldn't be uh, more grateful to, to be associated with. You know, we all have digital backgrounds, branding backgrounds. And so um, between all of us, we have a sort of unlimited uh, capability from a digital marketing perspective. But we like to think of the omni-channel or the digital omni-channel as something that, that all needs to be in sync. Right. You can't go out and, you know, I think these days, I think we all know you can't just go and do print ads or TV ads or radio ads. Or maybe you've got a, maybe you are savvy. Maybe you have a sophisticated digital marketing strategy. You're on all the websites. You've got display, all these different things. But at the end of the day, we support all that in-house. And so whether it's us getting the message out on our own or us being in lockstep with a retailer even at a regional micro local level, down to the zip code, down to actually the square foot uh, in front of your store, right? We know who is uh, more inclined uh, to be interested in LifeLoom. We know how to communicate with them in a variety of different ways. The hard part is attribution, right? But I think attribution is something that a lot of people say they can do across all these different channels, uh, whether it's in the virtual world or the physical world, uh, but it really true attribution from digital to retail and back um, is more about analytics. It's more about extrapolating uh, insights from the data as opposed to saying this is exactly what the result was from that spend. So I think for us, um, we're, we are marketing ninjas. Um, we are very good stewards of uh, brands. Um, that is, uh, I think, very obvious from our past um, endeavors that we have participated in and been very lucky to to build and grow and and and, um, and participate in, but ultimately for us it, with the retail industry, you know, we're in a great position, I think, to drive more traffic, 
and on top of that, provide higher dwell times. I mean, the reality is, you know, people will jump around they're trying to get the best price, whatever it may be. They want to know that, hey, that, that first store I went to, that second store I went to, there was someone there who really cared. And I'm going to go back and give them another chance or I'm going to talk to them. If they didn't convert right then and there. I think Lifeline gives associates, it gives managers, it gives retailers of all kinds the opportunity to have a different conversation, to actually show that you care about what someone is looking for and why they're looking for it. And so things like dwell time, which I think is overlooked quite a bit, uh, can be one of the main reasons to carry Lifeline and to have that conversation. And if it's the right fit for the customer, great. If it's not, we're going to know, right? Um, so yeah, but on the on the back end, the digital side of things, it's it's a massive uh, set of tools and infrastructure that we plan on deploying uh, every single day with our retail partners in the industry. And I know you have an entire website dedicated to assets that your dealers can yep. tap into. And I know it's as simple as logging into the website and treating it like a little e-commerce store, so people can grab images and logos and posters and all the fun stuff you need to actually market that in your store. And I think that that's table stakes now. I mean, that's like the new mandatory and to couple that with your digital marketing expertise. Um, I think it's huge. I think it's huge for dealers. And I, and I say that only because I've gotten to know you guys and, and you definitely have like our stamp of approval and trust. And it's also because so many people in our industry don't understand how to drive foot traffic. And so many products come to market that you can't talk about them with confidence. You can't say to a person standing in front of you suffering a real sleep issue, this is clinically proven to improve your sleep. This is not my opinion. And so when products like that come along, we like to shine a big bright light on them. And uh, so please pass along um, you know, our kudos to your entire team. And we, we're glad you guys are out of the gates. The industry needs smart people like you. We need products like this. And um, we need more people that love sandwiches. Yeah, no, I mean, look, uh, sandwiches are special. Um, and we'd like to think that Lifeline is special too. I think it, it really comes down to trust, you know, just building that trust with the consumer, um, with everyone who works and engages directly on the front lines with the consumer. Um, and for us, you know, the clinical speak for themselves. Um, from a digital uh, asset perspective, Mark, like you had mentioned, you know, we've taken great care to make sure that we provide all of the resources and support and assets that uh, a variety of different partners may need. But a lot of it's very customizable. It's not very difficult for us to customize all of the messaging and all of the assets that we bring to bear and future assets uh, in a very seamless way. And so uh, we're super excited. I'm super grateful to be on the call. Um, you know, I would like to have sandwiches next time. So I'm not sure there's a lot of great caterers out here in San Diego. We could, you know, bring in a, a sam chef sandwich, a sandwich chef, sandwich yeah. chef. Uh, so, you know, hey, you, let's have some fun. With so you talked about trust. Um, I trust yep. that you will provide us with amazing sandwiches if we, uh, <laughs> if and when we visit San Diego. But if I'm really going to trust somebody, I need to know a little bit more about them. And I, I caught wind of a rumor, and you're going to have to tell me if it's true or not true, Brad. Sipe was in a boy band. I don't know who told you that, but it is true. Uh, we were a New Kids on the Block cover band back in the 80s. Uh, I know I don't look it, but I'm 45. Um, so you, and was uh, this so, yeah. like a couple of years ago? <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
And uh, so we performed, I grew up in Virginia, we performed for all of the Girl, Sc Girl Scout packs in the uh, area. So yes, uh, we were a New Kids on the Block cover band. I was the last member to join. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was life-changing. It really showed me that I could dance. And um, I couldn't sing. So I was like a dancer in the background. But I had moves. And so I'm trying to, you know, pass pass those uh, those moves off to, onto my kids and others. And so anytime you guys want to have a dance off. Well, I, I'll put Kinsley up to it. I want to see a move right now. Can you give us a spin or something? You got anything? Good. There we go. All right. Go ahead. I'm really good at uh, the run, Joe. Um, I've added a couple custom steps to the run, Joe, that I don't think many people have ever seen before. But, um, yeah, you play some uh, new kids, uh, young MC. Uh, I'll start dancing. And KOTB. So. Hey, my, my babysitter, uh, her daughter was like a year or two older than us, and they're you know, a bunch of little kids, and like first graders. And she made us like do you know new kids on the block routine. You know, I was doing the Roger Rabbit, the whole thing. Now it's they're actually the first concert I ever went to. I'll never forget King's Dominion, uh, Don Hottinger's birthday. Um, it was it was I mean it was as if you know what's the good good way to say it i mean it was it was like i said life changing life changing to see those guys dancing up there I wow well from life changing to life loom the story of go. red site brad you're awesome thanks for being with us man and talk about life changing yeah, you know too. kinsley said it life loom is life changing for people uh when, when you talk to people with those conditions and then when they take the time to come by and thank you you know you've done something right and so, and thank you. Tell, tell the team back home, thank them for the effort they put into this and uh, caring about people enough to, to create products like this. And if you're listening, be sure to reach out to Brad. Look in the show notes. We'll make sure and connect you. Also, go and wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, and uh, give us a rating. We would love that. And most importantly, share it because, look, it's a campfire. Um, you've listened to something today that uh, made you think of someone. Uh, share it with them. And let's expand our group and our audience so that uh, we can all kind of do this whole thing together. And Kinsley and I promise to keep being the curators of cool stuff, cool stuff like Bradley Sipe. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, next time I'm going to give you a, a run for your money there, Mark Kinsley, on the Ooh. hair. I didn't put enough product in. so I knew you were going to be know. coming in strong with the hair game. So I, I got some extra swoop. I mean, I, I gave it all I had, though. This is it. Well, we'll do a dance off, a sandwich uh, competition, and, and a hair. I'll, I'll a judge hair them all because I, I, I got no hair and I got some dance moves, but I don't think I can compete with you guys. I bet you do. I bet you like to see that. <laughs> well, Brad, hey, thanks again, brother. Thank you uh, for taking time to tell the Lifeloom story. Like you said, go to lifeloom.com and people can get connected if you're a retailer, wants a pillowcase, wants to find out about the programs and all the stuff behind the scenes that Lifeloom can bring. To your operation, uh, Brad's the man to talk to, and you can get connected at lifeloom.com. And in the meantime, um, you, keep, you keep dancing, you keep eating sandwiches, and keep us posted on your progress here in the industry, Absolutely. and uh, we'll keep telling your story. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everything you do as well. Thank you. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly. 
peanut butter chocolate Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest Cool and comfortable, I'm hybrid like a sweater vest You know the game, we're ahead of the sun Cause the two of us together are way better than one Cause I'm cool as ice And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce, now, now we, we got, got it by the leader. Well, you take a spring and you wrap it up right. You can sleep so smooth, the bounce all night. Yeah. Put two together, get a whole lot more. Get the feel of the comfort core. You can bounce on it. Lay back, you don't have to practice. It's the best thing to happen to your mattress. Yeah. Get together to do it like I did. Everybody get hybrid. If you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Nothing short of cheap. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of a comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Kitchen is charming when your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment. What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam, cause if that bowling ball don't bounce, you'll be sleeping alone. And if the bed don't react, then you can't get low. We got the type of bounce that won't spill your Merlot. So stick with us and you'll get rewarded. Cause I'm so gentle and I'm so supportive. Is where the magic is. And we just killed a song about mattresses.